I get it. COVID's here. You're trying to figure out, like, what am I going to do? If you're in a city right now that says you can't open the door and your business is shut down, is it really shut down or are you shutting it down? Because the reality of this situation, like the real black and white truth, is that just because your city told you that you had to close your door does not mean your revenue stops. And if you've made a decision, if you're the CEO of a company and you've made a decision to stop collecting dollars or stop selling products and services, as far as I'm concerned, that's a decision you've made. Because whether my doors can open or close, I still have a responsibility to make money. I still have a responsibility to make sure I can make payroll. I still have a responsibility to pay our vendors. I still have a responsibility to fight for every single dollar. No, it's not just that. I have a responsibility to still solve problems. That's what we do. We solve problems. If you're running a company right now, the truth of the matter is that if you could just get out of the framework of this is what I do for people. Well, Tiffany, I'm a gym. I've been a gym and we have people who come in and they lift weights. No, you have people who are trying to get stronger. You have people who are trying to change their body framework. You have people who are, your responsibility as a CEO of your company is to solve problems. And as far as I'm concerned, COVID has presented something really neat. It's, it's presented the opportunity to solve the same problem that we've been solving all this time in a brand new way. But the question for me to you is, are you going to step up to the occasion? Or are you going to continue to make excuses? Well, the PPP did not come in. And I filled out the damn form, the EIDL. And, you know, I've gone to the SBA directly. I've made phone calls to my bank. I'm talking to... I get it. I hear you. I run a company too. I have a PL. We have employees. That doesn't give me an excuse to not show up and do the work. That doesn't give me an excuse to Peter Ducker has a really, a really neat quote that the world, the business world has gobbled up for as long as I've been in business. Basically, he says that business is all marketing and innovation. And you know, to a certain extent, I do believe that's true. I do. To be quite honest with you, I kind of believe that business is marketing, innovation, and it's sales. Your ability to solve a problem is your ability to sell something. You know what sales do in our bank account? They allow us to pay bills. Sales in our bank account allows us to keep the door open. So is it really that you have a Tiffany, hey, COVID done close my doors problem, or do you have a sales problem? Do you really have a the pandemic is here problem? Or do you have a I haven't created something new to sell problem? Because like as far as I'm concerned, I truly believe in my heart, like everybody has an opportunity that has never presented itself to solve the problem that they've been solving in a brand new way. And I do mean this is whether I was a plumber, if I had a restaurant, if you spoke on stage all the time or did live events, or maybe you don't have any of that. Maybe you're a gym and you have people, you have a couple hundred people who fly into your place every single week. Hair salon. Like I could go through the list. I literally can't find an industry. I can't find an industry or a vertical market that I could not find a way to take today's current environment and sell to. 
our willingness is what stands in the way. As a CEO, man, I, I got to tell you, like I've had a ungodly amount of times. I've had a shit ton of times where I not only did I not have the answer, but I, I had my back against the wall. I mean, I was running a million dollar company and I couldn't figure out how to make payroll. There are moments where it just doesn't work out. There are moments where ooh, you don't really have the answer. There are moments where you're like, OMG, what am I going to do? Being the CEO is a choice that you made. It's a choice that I made. But here's the deal. Like, we can only sit in that moment for so long. We can only sit in that moment for so long because we chose a doggone seat. When you choose a seat, you don't have the room, the time, or the ability to do anything else but to take a deep breath and to get creative. This season ahead of you is a moment of getting creative. This season ahead of you is a moment of getting creative, tapping deeper into the potential that I know is sitting inside. The four things that I want you to think about right now, like as you're actually diving deep and you're reinventing yourself, or maybe you're like, you know, Tiffany, I haven't even started to reinvent myself. I'm just trying to get my ass out of bed. Like, I don't care which, where place you're in. These four questions every single year for the 16 years that I've been in business, in different companies, and now as I coach and consult companies around the world, these four questions literally frame everything, everything that you get to do moving forward. Question number one, what problem do you solve? Like, what problem do you solve? And then, like, what problem do you really solve? Because a lot of times we're like, okay, I do solve this problem. But really, the answer comes back to me. And it's like, no, that's not the problem you solve. You know what it is? That's just what you do. What you do and the problem you solve are two different things. What problem do you solve? And you know that you've gotten there because the answer kind of goes like this. Tiffany, here is the problem that I see ahead. Here's the problem that is in the world today. Here's the problem in women. Here's the problem in married people. Here's the problem in companies. What's the actual problem? When you talk about the problem, it should do one of two things. Actually, you know, I'm lying. I was going to say that it should make you mad or sad. But the truth is that the root of the problem is just going to piss you off. What problem you solve dictates everything. And then there's what problem do you solve? And there's what problem do you want to solve? There's what problem can you solve? And that's the question I want to ask you today. Yes, it's possible your doors may not be open. It's possible that you might have another season where the doors are forced closed again. I mean, we were in the same exact boat. But then after that moment, we've got to step and ask this question. Okay, great. Well, what problem can we solve? And then we ask the question right behind it. The magic question is, boy, well, how do we solve it? First, it's what question, then it's how do we solve it? But, you know, as much as I want to tell you that you could answer that question very easily, you actually can't answer it without this second part. So the second part of this important process is allowing yourself to choose and to say, well, who do I want to solve this problem for? Yes, you get to pick and choose. Just because you've been solving the same problem for these people, those people, or maybe you've just had a wide market and you're like, you know what, Tiffany, I've been in business for four or five years. 
I'm going to take everybody and all things that come in doesn't mean you should. It doesn't mean you should, like not even close. No. Who do you want to solve the problem for? And for me, that question is backed up with who do you solve the problem for best? I mean, take a moment with me right now, just for a, just for a split second. If you could have it your way and you could choose to work with anybody on the planet, and it's not just you, maybe you have a team that you absolutely dig and you vibe with and you guys are in a great place and you guys have a certain type of a customer or client that you just, they just, they give you guys energy and life. Who is that person? If you could have it your way, if you could dream and dream wildly, who would you want to work with? What do they look like? Are they male or female? Are they millennials? Are they 22-year-olds? Are they 49-year-olds? What are their habits? How do they roll? What are they doing right now as we're watching this, as we're taking the time together? As we're looking out the window, like what are they doing right now? Are they at home? Are they getting out of work? Did they just walk out of the salon? Are they in a restaurant? Do they believe in masks? Do they don't believe in masks? Like, like for real, I want you to take a moment and think about them. Who are they really? Don't just give me the same old BS avatar. Woman, 30, married, kids, doesn't not married, singled, white. Like we've already heard it before, but who are they really? Who are they in their heart? If you can't write down at least 10 detailed, intimate features, components, attributes about the person that you want to serve, then you stop here and don't move forward until you do it. But if you can, the truth is that that's, that's literally the place that we start when we start getting creative. Because you know that person better than anybody else. You know that person so well because you understand them. Like, like, think about it. Like, here's a real question. Does your person answer the phone? Do they like phone calls? Or do they move away from t- phone calls and they only like to text? Can you just pick up the phone or, do you, or are there barriers in front of that person? These intimate moments are the key because then they allow us to take a step back and then we go, great. How would we solve that problem for that person? And then not only how will we solve that problem, but then we get to say, "Mm, how do I get to them? How will they respond? Like in our community, like for me, I know that anybody we're going to sell to who really vibes with me, regardless of whether it's the product we sold today where we're helping them growing and scaling their businesses, and maybe it's not. Maybe I decided to step into, I, I, I bought a hair salon or, or, or I decided to create another industry. It's not going to change this fact that the person that our company is meant to sell to, they operate a certain way. Does your person prefer Starbucks or Dunkin' Donuts? Are they shopping at Target or Walmart? Who are they? Do they learn by audio, video? Do they need interaction? Do they want to sit and read? What else can you do for them that you haven't done yet? One of the dopest things that I've heard that have been invented during this time, it's like every time you think you know the game and then you have to kind of wake up and say, no, 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 there's always another way. Damn it. 
there are safaris. So forever in a day, there have been families, individuals, boys, uh, boys, but like boys clubs is what I was going to say, who head out and they go out and they do safaris. And so I've watched a handful of so, such neat companies who have popped up and they're doing virtual safaris for families. The family sits at home, popcorn is popped. We got chicken wings in the oven. Someone's drinking bourbon. And we are on a safari, but we're not on a random general safari. No, my family has spent now hundreds, if not thousands of dollars to just have that person who's in the continent of Africa be on his truck while these things are mounted and we are going out into the wild. And people pay for that. And they never even leave their living room. And they're willing to spend hundreds, if not thousands of dollars to go and be in a camera. Yes, they are. And guess what? Someone's getting paid and someone's having a brand new problem solved. Now, I just talked about a problem that's like for some people would be a luxury problem. But the truth of the matter is, is that that luxury problem, that luxury problem collected dollars. Maybe you're in a business where you're not selling luxury. You're not selling something fun. Maybe you're selling something practical, even all the more why you got to find a new way to reach your market. Question number three. So I said there were four questions to getting through this thing, okay? First is what problem are you solving? Second is who are you solving this problem for? Third is what gives you the right to solve the problem, period. What gives you the right to solve the problem? What gives you the right to solve that problem is absolutely everything. Because trust and believe when I say that the market today is looking for who's the best. Regardless of what you believe, people still have money. There is still money in bank accounts. Yes, we might be in the midst of some recession. Yes, jobs are doing, uh, they're doing an up and down thing. I get it. I hear you. But it's not going to change the fact for Tiffany Largy that there's money out there. There's still a lot of money. And to be quite honest, the same money that was out there before, before the pandemic hit, before my black life started to matter, all of, all of what has happened in 2020, 2019, and all years in the future, there is still money out there. And because there's still money, it's up to you to go and get it. Are you willing? This question of what gives you the right is actually stupidly important because what gives you the right will either make or break you. Yes, you could be like, well, you know what, Tiffany? I think they should hire me because I am honest. All right, that's great. That's amazing. Well, Tiffany, I've been doing this a long time. Well, that's awesome. I've been a doctor for 20 years. Well, okay, just because you've been a doctor for 20 years doesn't mean that you're any good. Well, I've been a plumber. Your length in time, your length in business, it's not what's going to bring it in for you. It's your ability to say, this is what gives me the right. How do you know? Like, how do you understand or decide? Like, where would you actually start? Stupidly simple. Provide three quantifiable results. Your company should be able to, without a ba- like, without even batting an eye, to produce three quantifiable results. What three quantifiable results? Do you have that allows the next person to say, okay, well, not only is this a person that I should trust, but man, they can solve my problem. They can solve my problem because that's really it at the end of the day. 
People don't pay our company. People don't seek out my time or knowledge or insight because I wear red lipstick, because I have dope heels, because I'm from Miami. None of those things, because I've been in business for 16 years, like none of those things are it because I built a multiple seven figure business without a course, an online funnel, because I've bought and sold companies, because I've actually done it. That's what gives me the right with no college degree, no high school, no, no, no high school was it. It's like, there's no certification. There's no licenses. There's no add a boy or applaud from someone else. There's nothing. It's just me, my experience, my knowledge, but more importantly, my story. Be clear that your story is literally the only thing. It's, it's, it's the greatest asset you have today because you're the only you. There is no other you. In the history of this planet, there has only been one Tiffany Largy. And, and damn it, there will only be one Tiffany Largy, which means that if I'm going to walk out into a market that was already fierce, but it's just become fiercer, I got to use the one thing. I got to use the one thing that the world's never heard before. I've got to use my story. I can't use, I can't use things like my website or slogans or any of that stuff. I mean, yeah, it'll get me some far, but what will really get you further faster is your story. What will get you to convert faster is your story. What will get your team, your sales team to convert faster is your story. That's what you want. If you want to sell high ticket, your story. You want to out, you want to outprice your competitor, your story. It's just your story. It's like your story and you should be best friends for like ever. You know what I'm saying? Like super best friends forever. All right. Number four. So number four, often left to the wayside, but it's like crazy 911 right now. Like, why are you doing this? The wrong answer is, I'm doing it because I want to impact the planet. Bah humbug. That's the byproduct. That's the byproduct of why you do it. The faster you get inside of like, this is why I'm doing this thing. The faster you get inside of, this is why I want to do this thing. The easier it's going to be for your person, your, the, the company, the individual, whether you're selling B2C or B2B, the faster they're going to run through your door and go, this is, this is the person. This is who I need to be in front of. This is the company that I need to lead. Even if you don't sell directly and, you, and, and you're behind a desk, it does, still doesn't change the fact that it, whether they're dealing with a receptionist, the sales team, or a vendor or contractor, they should be able to feel the extension of you. Period. End of subject. Why are you doing it? And the more honest you are about that answer will change everything. The more honest you are about that answer will change everything. Before I get out of here, let me, let, let me break that down in just one tiny bit because this is really where you get to stand and say, okay, okay, I'm going to be honest with myself because for years I lied to myself about all types of things. I mean, yeah. I got to this space, then I got to six figures, and I was like, okay, well, I need to, I need to, I, I'm good here. I can hide here. I've gotten this level of success, I've, or at least made this level of, 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 of growth, and it's like, okay, I'm good here. I don't, no one really has to know the truth. I can hide the truth. I can let people think and know that I'm perfect and blah, 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 blah. But you know, let me give you an example. I want to make sure you have an example because this is really, for me, like, are you willing to be? 
I keep using the word willing because at the end of the day, that's what all this boils down to. Whether you're going to be willing to step to the plate or not. Whether you're going to be willing to do the damn thing or not. Forever in a day, people would ask me, well, Tiffany, you know, like, why did you do it? There were a lot of things that pushed me to knock on doors. I mean, I knocked on 45 doors every single day for years. But the truth of the matter is that I knocked on 45 doors every single day for years because I needed to stop putting those kids to bed hungry. I needed to, I needed to put cash underneath me so I stopped needing people. So I stopped entertaining other people's opinions and ideas about how I could, should live my life, right? Because the majority of my life, I wanted to die. And it was like, okay, well, I may not be living yet. And yes, I do want to do this for the kids, but I really just could not figure out what would happen to them. That's why I would stay alive. On the other side of that, I'm making some money and I was like, okay, I need to, I want to get, I need to make more money. And I would often ask, especially when I started speaking and teaching, a lot of people will ask me, Tiffany, like, what's the thing that would motivate you? Like, how did you push yourself beyond? And I used to talk about the fact that I wanted annual tickets to Bush Gardens because in Florida, where we're from, like, no joke, everybody has annual passes to Bush Gardens. And it's like amazing. And I was like, man, if I could just get them, you know what? Because they were $1,000 a piece. But the truth of the matter is that I was like, man, I'm going to do this because I want to see them excited. I, w- I want to dot, 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 dot. And I used to think about how happy they would be. Jada and I are 18 months apart. So I used to think of them, you know, going in through the gates and it was exciting. But that's not why I really did it. That, that's a byproduct. That's a byproduct of why it was a goal for me to get to that $1,000 a piece per kid. The real reason why I did it, because I wanted to stop feeling like a failure as a mother. That's the truth. You ever heard that stuff like the truth will set you free? Boy, this is one of those moments. If you can get inside as to why you need to, what's the actual real reason? Not the bullshit reason that you'll tell the world. Just what's the real reason? Then, and only then, will you be ready for the next level? Will you be ready to get back in the driver's seat? Will you be ready to go and run that company, make this money, and more importantly, do the damn thing? Man, have I told you how glad I am that you're here? Like, real talk. Have I flippin' told you how glad I am that you are here? You have listened. This is the part of the show where I say, go follow us. Go find us. Go follow us. Go stalk us. But just make sure that we're connected. Head to dothedamnthing.tv, dothedamnthing.life, or just go hang out on tiffanylargy.com. If we are not friends on Facebook, if you have not liked our Instagram page, go do that because you're going to want to see what we're doing, how we're doing, and how we're doing the damn thing daily. 